Hello and welcome to the Felsay Fitness Podcast, Season 2, Episode 24. My name is Michael Joshua, I am the owner of Felsay Fitness Limited. And over the next half an hour or so, I'm going to be talking your ear off about all things fitness, nutrition and golf. If that sounds like fun to you, then please continue to listen. Thank you to everybody who has been listening over the last few months. It's been a pleasure being in your ears. It's been wonderful having your questions come into the email. So if you do have any questions for the show, whether that be golf, nutrition, fitness, or exercise, then failsafefitness at hotmail.com. Those are the words you need to type into your email and send me your questions and I will get them answered for you. <clears throat> it's been a very interesting week this week. Um, some ups and downs, some highs and lows. I've had a, a couple of clients hit all their goals. I've had a couple of clients miss their goals. I've had some golfers be very sort of aware of what they're doing on course and make fixes. And I'm so proud that my teaching philosophy of, you know, knowing how to adjust themselves on course has led to them shooting better scores. And also playing with uh, uh, another couple of clients, a couple of new clients as well, has been very enlightening as to the way they play on course compared to the way they practice. <clears throat> and they put everything that they practice into their on course ability and they've played very, very well. They've actually done 20 shots better than what they did on the simulator on the range. So that's a fantastic achievement by them. Uh, and I'm so proud to be their golf coach. And I'm proud to be uh, everybody's coach in terms of fitness, nutrition and golf performance. It's been a very exciting week. Um, I've had some new toys to play with. I've had a couple of new things <clears throat> to help with the coaching. <coughs> also got a very dodgy throat again this week. I don't know why. I think the weather's starting to turn. Being caught out in the rain a couple of times, so maybe it's a bit of a cold coming. Hopefully not COVID. Well, I think we've all heard enough about that, haven't we? Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a, I bought a new PC, which is something I've been looking at for a while. I've got a laptop, which you can probably hear whirring away at the minute. I've, I'm kind of killing it doing the podcast and working uh, indoors, outdoors. It's gone everywhere with me. It's had a battering over the last 18 months, so... Thought I'll buy myself a, a desktop PC. I can play some games. I can store some stuff. I can do some stuff on it, etc., <clears throat> etc. Et Spent the money. Got a couple of codes that stacked. Saved a little bit more money. Wonderful. Turns up, uh, and it's not what I ordered. It's got the specs. You know, the, the graphics card, the processor, the RAM. But it was meant to have uh, two PCIe slots. So there's two slots where your graphics card goes in. There should have been two of those, and there wasn't. There was only one. Um, it should have had two M.2 slots, which is the little, the now sort of standard sort of SSD card slots only had one. And the motherboard looked very janky, very 
and when I when I took the other panel off where the where the uh, cabling had been done, I actually found black electrical tape holding some of the cabling together for the RGB on the fans, and I went, I'm paying a lot of money for this PC. No, this is going back, so I send it back. <clears throat> I bought it from I think Cyber Power PC, uh, which it was on sale from Very. I had two codes from Very. I saved about it was about it was going to be quite expensive. It was like twelve or fourteen hundred pounds. Managed to get it down with a couple of codes to just under a thousand pounds, and it was just not not for me. Wasn't upgradable upgradable in any way, shape, or form. There's electrical tape. One of the case pins is broken. I'm like, yeah, Leanne Lou case. I thought, oh, it's, it's a nice case. I've got loads of room. I can do upgrades. And then as soon as I opened the side panel, I knew I'm not, I'm, I've not got what I paid for. So I've sent that back. Golf, I shot a, th I've shot a 39. I've shot a 45. I've shot a 78. Uh, again, so I, I'm playing pretty well at the minute. Um... I'm just planning now, sort of end of September, uh, to get back into the gym, get me back working. A couple of three weeks golf for me is probably going to be at its end. Uh, in terms of playing three or four times a week, I'll probably be playing once, maybe twice at best. Uh, a lot of practice in the net with the, with the um, simulator. Uh, working on some stuff, but I need to work on myself, and I think... I need to build some legs, I need to build uh, some core, and I need to lose a little bit of weight. Good news is I have lost three kilo over the last sort of five weeks, so I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Um, the trend's quite high. I, it, it's, I, I'm going to slow that down a little bit now. Now I've got the it kick started, I'm going to get that down. I want to be under 100 kilo by the end of the year. I think that's very achievable. And that's what's been going on with me over this week. So this week is going to be quite interesting. Um, if you're looking to build some muscle, uh, obviously you've just been through a summer of of gluttony out in Ibiza or wherever you go, you're enjoying it. So put a blog post out there today. Um, four top arm building moves. So no equipment required. You can do these wherever you want, whenever you want. There are four moves that are going to help you build uh, biceps and triceps get some bigger arms, bigger shoulders. Going to make you uh, look a little bit more of that V taper from shoulders down to the waist. Go take a look at it. Quite interesting, quite simple, quite easy to do, uh, and something we could all we could all benefit from as well. Especially as golfers, uh, nice strong arms are going to help you swing that club faster. Week 9 of the Cutting Carbs. Now, this is something that I touched on a, a few weeks ago in my Your Questions Answered. Um, and I think one of the easiest ways to cut down on calories or carbs uh, is to have a, a, a meat-free day. You know, whether you go a, a vegan, have a vegan day, um, you can cut down your calories that way. It'd be good to, and a change is good as a rest. I think everybody needs a varied diet, and being able to have a vegan day of some description is going to help you 
put some nutrients into your body that you maybe miss out for the rest of the week. So having a vegan day is definitely going to help you. Uh, go take a look at some of the recipes that are available on the blog or just go and take a look at some recipes in general. Uh, vegan diet can be quite uh, nutritious. Uh, very very nutritious, dense, very uh, cal- um, calorie, very uh, nutrient dense uh, meals. Also be careful, you can also get into the, the, the high fat and high sugar meals. So be careful, but you can definitely benefit you uh, if you're looking to cut calories is by having it uh, just one day a week as a, as a vegan day. Uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner. You can cut yourself some calories and add some nutrients in that you probably wouldn't normally get in any other way. If you're looking for a personal trainer over the winter, um, all the way through September, there is a promo code you can use. Either email me or ring me and quote the promo code of PT10 which will give you three sessions for £10 each. So £30 upfront advance payment, three one-hour sessions for £10 each. But use promo code PT10 in your emails or if you contact me via phone. All the details are available in the link in the blog, uh, on the blog blurb. PT10, three sessions for £30. That's your first. That's your evaluation. Your first two sessions with me, and then we can go from there. All sessions booked throughout September will be subject to this PT10, and all sessions, obviously, 90 days, you have to use them. And if you cancel more or less than an hour before, then unfortunately you will lose that session. Those are just my T's and C's. Unless someone's actually died, then you know that's 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 life. We can work around that, but. I've had a couple of people with the golf sessions have paid me and they're not turned up and I've had to make a seven or eight mile journey to go and get to, to do those lessons and they haven't turned up. The same applies with the PT sessions. If, if you're booking sessions, I'm working around you, not the other way around and I'm making the sacrifice and you need to make that sacrifice too. But promo PT10, three sessions for £30, paid in advance. Get yourself on board, get yourself training, get yourself ready for the winter. Christmas parties around the corner, that Christmas dress is going to look killer on you if you do want to join me. We are looking this week at a couple of things um, that I think are important. Exercise tip of the week is strong legs, and it's something that I've struggled with this year. I haven't done a lot of cycling this year. I've done I've very little gym work. I've just been working and, and, and playing golf. So my leg strength has kind of dwindled a little bit. So for all those people out there who are looking to get stronger legs, these are the three exercises I've put into my program that have really helped me build my muscle back up in my legs. So the first one is squats. Very obvious, front and back squats, load the quads, load the hamstrings. They give you lots of range of motion. 
I know squats of any any sort are going to help build muscle in those legs. Make sure you use progressive overload and have a spotter if you need to. The second one that I've been doing is Romanian deadlifts. So you pick the barbell or dumbbells up or kettlebells even, pick them up and then what you're going to do is you're going to lower them and just feel that stretch in the hamstring like you're doing a deadlift but you keep those legs stiff so stiff Romanian deadlifts are really going to work those hamstrings feel the stretch in those hamstrings and then bring it back up and then repeat and that has really helped me build my hamstrings I've always had weakish hamstrings but these they're, they're actually stronger than my quads at the minute which is interesting so yeah RDL stiff leg stiff leg Romanian deadlifts have really helped me build my muscles in my hammies and the third one is step-ups. Whether they be weighted or not, doesn't matter, but single leg step-ups, weighted or unweighted, have really helped me build not only just strength, but range of motion in my knees and hips by slowly building it up. They really have helped uh, put some mass on my quads and my hamstrings as well. So if you do a leg day, doing those three things is definitely, definitely going to help you build stronger, fitter legs. And that's helped me build a nice, solid base. I'm not the tallest guy in the world, but it's built, helped me build a nice, solid base for me to swing a golf club on. And I think a lot of people do neglect legs because they know the next day or the next couple of days they're going to be sore. But man, having big, strong thighs, big, strong quads, hamstrings, Pain off will pay off later down the line because the more work you can get into them now, the stronger and healthier you can fitter you can get them now, the better that you're going to be later off down the line. And we've really rattled through this show. Um, I haven't got too much to say this week. I mean, this is what the show is, right? So you got an exercise tip, you've had your nutrition tip. Uh, I've spoke about the the blog. Um, and now finally we're going to get into evaluating your golf coach. I am a golf coach. Um, and from what I've been hearing throughout 2023, there are some awful coaches out there. Um, there are a couple, three people that might think I'm an awful coach. Um, I'm learning on the fly as a golf performance coach this year. I just, I have certain ethics I want to put out into the world and the one is if a client has got a question for me I'm going to take the time to answer the question to the best of my knowledge so, so that they can understand it whether that be in relation to club path to their grip um, to club face to their equipment to whatever I'm going to stand there and give them the answer I know there are golf coaches not a million miles away from where I am who are taking their mobile phones into sessions, uh, especially like kids. Kids are getting lessons. They've been given a bucket of balls and they're just sat there hitting a bucket of balls while they're on their phone. They're not even teaching them anything. And I know I've heard adults do the same thing with the same group of, of, of professionals. Um, and that's terrible. I want to give my, my clients, pay me half of what these guys get 
I'm not a PGA coach. I don't have to pay any ridiculous fees. I'm doing this because I'm a movement specialist. I'm a, I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I'm a performance coach, and all I want is people to perform better out on the golf course. And I have certain ways of doing that. And if, if a client isn't working, and they're, they're either not practicing what I'm giving them, and they're coming back to me and getting worse, we will have a serious conversation about, well, we can, I can stand here all day and take your money, and you can keep playing the way you're playing, or you can work on these things, because this one-hour lesson, we're trying to figure out what you need to do. I don't need to do anything. You're paying me to tell you what you need to do or help you get better at golf. And if you're not going to go away and you're not going to work on your chipping or work on your putting, at least for, you know, or work on your driving at least once a week away from me, then that five and ten minute fix that looks good and those eight or nine shots that go down the range quite straight, don't come back because you've forgotten everything I've told you. And I've been quite blunt with a couple of customers about that. You know, I don't think it's working. You're not getting any better. I'm not. I've tried. I've exhausted my entire knowledge. I can't help you. And I'm quite honest about that. I do that throughout the entire business, whether it be personal training, nutrition, strength and conditioning, whatever it may be. I'm very brutally honest. I get to a point where they're not getting any stronger. They're not losing any weight. They're lying to me. And I'm quite blunt about it. And I, I don't care. And this is something that... If you've got a golf coach that you trust... And you understand what they say... And will spend time with you... I think that's a coach worth... The money you're paying them. And everything's relative. If you think a coach is worth £10 an hour... Pay them £10 an hour. If you think a coach is worth £100 an hour... Pay them £100 an hour. As long as you're getting something out of it and you're learning, and you're understanding, and you're getting better. But if you're not getting better, and you're not progressing, and you're not even, you're not being given things that you think you can do, or you think are going to help, you need to have a conversation. So, evaluating your golf coaches, um, there's three things that I know. If, if a golf coach is on his phone, or on a tablet, I use a tablet all the time, but the tablet I tend to turn, I've got it on a stand, or I've got it faced, if I'm on the range on the mats, I've got it in the client's eye line, not my eye line. So the client can then see the path, the, the club speed, the distance, etc., etc. It's set up for them, not me. I know what that information means, I'm trying to get them to understand that information. But if I'm just on my phone texting and calling and whatsapping and swapping messages then that's not a good thing you're paying for my undivided attention you'll get my undivided attention and I think everybody out there deserves that whatever money whether they're paying £10 or £100 an hour they deserve that attention the other thing is uh, <clears throat> being a biomechanist in terms of strength and conditioning and, and personal training I know people can't get into stupid positions. So when they're saying you've got to take it outside, the client I've got at the minute had shoulder surgery a while back. The, the right shoulder won't... Um, they can't... get that right shoulder into, into a position 
where the golf club is comfortable. They can't externally rotate that shoulder in a way that is going to help them square the club face. So we've had to have a workaround. He's been to see a couple of other PGA pros and they physically tried to get him into a position. And the position they've got him in is by opening his right foot, his left, yeah, his right foot out. So when he goes into his backswing, he's inside straight away, which is fine, but he doesn't close the club face. So, and because his, his left foot is the foot that he needs to drive out of to hit the golf club, is now so square, he's just hitting at the ball, not through the ball. So we've got him duck-feeted, so his feet are pointed out, you know, 45 degrees out, 45 degrees out, so he can get into that side a little bit. But we're now getting him to drive through, get belly button turned to target, and driving through the golf ball to get it gone. So if a golf coach is trying to put you in a position and that, that's hurting you rather than helping you, you need to question it. And another set of eyes has put this new client into, okay, so I'm now hitting it straighter and longer. We gained 20 yards on the range in uh, one session. It got a little bit straighter. We still need, he had a really strong, uh, he had a, an, uh, an okay grip with the left hand, but it was a really weak grip with the right hand, which I see a lot. It's a common theme at the minute with slicers is that weak right hand grip. So you can see all of the grip in between the fingers rather than having the thumb over the top of the grip to control and allow it to flip and release. They're not releasing the club head because the grip is under the club. So, again, we change the hand position, we change the feet position, we move the ball position, we gain 20 yards, and it will be somewhat on a fairway, not on the next fairway. So, if you've got a coach that's trying to put you into weird positions, which works for about three shots on the range, but not on the golf course, you need to evaluate that. And of course, the classic not explaining faults and corrections. A couple of my clients have seen other pros, PGA pros, at very expensive prices. And they've not explained what they're doing wrong. So I feel that as a, as a golf coach, I take a photo of someone's setup. And then I put them in a setup where I think they should be. And I show them the difference. A lot of PGA coaches are not doing that. They're not asking, I'm going to take your photo, is that okay? So this is where we're going to be, and this is where I want you to be. Whether that be with a grip, their backswing, their impact position, whatever it may be, they're not doing that. And I, I find that amazing that they're taking people's money, and they're not even taking the time to go, okay, the ball's too far back in your, position, in your stance. Oh, I don't see that. Okay, take your... Next thing you do, you get, let him hit a couple of balls, and then you go, I'm going to take a photograph. When I say stop, I want you to, I want you to stop and hold. I'll take the photo, and then I'm going to put you in the position that I want you to be in at address. Um, and there's a big change in terms of where the ball position is, and they're not even realizing this. So then we, we discuss what they can do to ensure that that ball position stays where I want it to, and how they can get that ball to go where they need it to go. Um, so people not explaining the faults or not explaining why they're making the corrections. 
you know, trying to force you into positions that you're not comfortable in or you're not capable of doing, and the ones that are just ignoring you on their phone or tablet, or even on the PC at the desk, just, yeah, hit another one. They're not interested in you, they're just interested in taking your money. So please, 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 if you are looking for a golf coach who wants to do all the things that I've just said, and not the bad things that I've just said, get in touch, links in the description, I'm your guy. And that's pretty much it, short and sweet this week, 25 minutes or so, I hope there's a few things in there for the fitness people out there, for the health people out there, for the golf people out there, you can all learn from each other, have a great week, play well, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.